Well, hello, Pinkies. It, this is the Faye Driver. Um, how's everyone doing? It's been a while since we spoke last. Well, you know, I say that figuratively. I talk, you listen. Um, all kinds of exciting things have happened. I've been dra- traveling around the country, just in British Columbia, adhering to all uh, <clears throat> appropriate uh, health and safety laws and regulations. Um, <clears throat> we've been uh, traveling in British Columbia, just in our little air quotes neighborhood, uh, in the fifth wheel trailer. So we've been gone for two weeks. Mr. Anderson has been on vacation. <clears throat> and uh, I'm going to have to turn on some air conditioning here. And so we went for a little trip. I was uh, lucky to see some an old friend and her her wife are they married i'm not sure if they're married um uh so it was nice to see uh nice to see some people i haven't seen in many many years uh dude are you what are you doing you're uh, some guy's trying to get into a different lane he's almost cut somebody off Anyway, you don't care about that. <clears throat> so, uh, Mr. Anderson's been on vacation, which means I haven't had a minute to myself. Uh, and we have been quite busy, actually. We've been painting some things, and actually, technically, we've been staining uh, the, the wood that we have around our property. We have uh, a woodshed made of wood. Um, so I stained, we stained that. We have a bunch of little <clears throat> wooden things like some stairs and uh, little steps and things. So, uh, so that was a bit of an effort. Now let me tell you something about my, my adorable husband. <clears throat> uh, he's a horrible painter. <laughs> and don't tell him I said anything. <laughs> But uh, he uh, he just does he does does not take care, so I always try to get in front of him and uh, uh, mask everything off and put down drop sheets and all that kind of stuff. And sometimes he just decides, oh, I'm gonna paint right away, and like I don't have any time to like protect the the things that you don't want painted. So. Uh, uh, he had me hopping there for a while. And, you know, I can't say, well, you're a horrible painter and you just need you to let me <laughs> put down some mask this area off because that would hurt his feelings, of course. <clears throat> I'm happy to tell you, but I couldn't dare tell him. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so we did a bunch of painting and stuff and, uh, you know, been moving into this new house and then we immediately took uh, two weeks off and went traveling. Oh, Pinkies, I had some trouble with my truck. In fact, I still have trouble with my truck. Um, My GPS system stopped working. So I did a little bit of a search online, and a lot of people said, yeah, it's the antenna. Just replace the GPS antenna. So, you know, I was in the midst of my vacation. I went and managed to get an antenna from a parts Dodge dealer. And uh, I actually was able to install this antenna. Um, it didn't do anything. The problem is not solved. And now, 
a couple of my things like my memorized mirror mirror settings and all the memorized settings are not working. So uh, that's not working. The GPS isn't working. The mirror settings, uh, memorized mirrors aren't working. The uh, uh, my my seat very handily like rolls back when you open the door and then when you jump into it and turn the truck on the seat moves forward to the driving position. That doesn't work anymore. In fact, I don't even see that feature in the uh, you know in the settings on the settings page on the on the computer. So. I don't know, this truck is falling apart. The other thing, when I'm towing my trailer, I'm really using that turbo to, you know, maximum boost. And I got this sucking sound that I've never had before. Like there's a a hole or a crack in the air box or something, or somewhere along the path where the air comes into the truck through the air filter, and then down into the turbo and into the into the intake manifold, <clears throat> there is a crack or a loose nut or who knows what. There's something um, allowing you know this air to get in and, and uh, causes the turbo to whistle, which is very annoying. And who knows what, like if it's if it if this gap is downstream of the air filter then you could be drawing dirty air into your uh, intake into your cylinders and stuff you don't want to do that you don't want dirty air or even moisture like water going into the cylinders particularly in a diesel because that will destroy your engine so I don't know I don't know what's going on with that so I got to do some more diagnostic testing and stuff like that to uh to figure out uh, exactly what's going on with my all these elect the electronics in this old bus and that turbo situation I did a cursory look but I was on vacation and I couldn't spend a lot of time so I didn't really bother Uh, but I may need to invest some energy into that now speaking of uh, uh, car issues that Peter G sent us in a, a question. Now the audio is quite bad on this, but I'm going to attempt to play it for us. We'll see uh, if, if this works. Hey, Faye, it's up Peter G. I did have a tire question. Tires. Tires apparently have expiration dates, which I never knew. Right. So does that matter if I'm going to get tires, which I may need to sometime this summer? And the expiration day is, you know, I don't know, a year. Does that really matter? The tire hasn't been used. So does the expiration date just apply to when the tire is on the car or when the tire is sitting in a shop waiting to be purchased and put onto a vehicle? So expiration dates on tires, yay or nay, do they matter? How do they matter? Give us the deeds. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Goodbye. Well, that's a great question. Thank you, Peter, for calling in. Peter, what must have been in his car? Um, oh, it doesn't. It's doing that re. Yeah. Thank you. Done. That's good. My phone repeats it again. <clears throat> um, so yes, do tires have expiration dates? Uh, 
Do they have expiration dates? I don't know about that, but they do have a manufacture date, and you don't don't really want to use or per you don't want to purchase a tire that's too old. I think the lifespan of a tire is about five years. I would go like ten years maximum. And how you can tell the the manufacture date of your tire is there is a uh, you know all those numbers that circle around the tire. Um, you've got your size measurements and all that. Uh, there is a little four-digit number which is on that tire. It's in it's it's uh, encircled by a little like a pill. It looks like a little pill shape, a little round oval like a suppository, and in that suppository will be a four-digit number, and the the digits are the the year and the week that the tire was manufactured. It might be the week and the year. You'll be able to figure it out. If it's like a 20 or a 21, that will be the, the year or a 19, for instance. And if it's, uh, you know, any number between 0 and 52 would be the week of the manufacture of the tire. So you can determine this, you know, there's 52 weeks in a year. Um, you can calculate uh, when the, this tire was manufactured, and then you you really want to avoid it. I mean, I wouldn't buy a tire that was older than like a, maybe two years old. Um, but generally, you know, any new tire that you purchase should be within uh, 12 months of manufacture. Um, and then, you know, this is a, I, I don't know. This is a, this is a debatable topic. Should you change your tires after 10 years um, or after five years, for instance? I, I wouldn't care about a tire that was five years old. I would be quite, I might be much more worried about a tire that was more than five years old from manufacture. Um, you need to consider the use that your tire is getting. Um, if you have a heavy duty tire, or a tire that is under you know, heavy uh, strain and stress, such as a tire on your high-performance sports car, you'd want that tire to be in good shape because you're, you know, if you drive like the Fade Driver, you're going to be putting that tire under a fair amount of strain. You'll be operating that tire at its maximum, you know, operating uh, potential. Uh, another one would be like a trailer tire. Trailer tires, such as in an RV, which sit for a really, really long time. Uh, and then you know they sit for nine months, and then you cr they you you crack them out and go on your thousand mile trip, and all of a sudden these tires, um, after sitting for sitting sallow for so long, they all of a sudden have to start working quite hard. Um, I would be very careful about a a trailer tire that uh, was getting too old and definitely like five years I would say is like the maximum limit for a trailer tire but if you're like driving your Nissan Versa back and forth to the grocery store uh, you know uh, once every two weeks then you're probably gonna be okay on your 10 year old tire um, but, you know, it's a good question to ask when you go to your tire shop and you're buying these new tires. You can certainly ask, what's the date of manufacture of these tires? It's a reasonable, logical question. And if uh, if it's more than, you know, a year or, 
or two years, definitely a tire older than two years, do not buy that tire. Tell them you'll pass and uh, you want a better solution. So, so yes, there. I, I don't wouldn't say there's expiration dates on a tire, but there is a manufacturing date, and you can use that information to, to, you know, figure out how that tire, how how you might uh, uh, want to use that tire, or whether you want to keep using it. And you know, if tires are getting cracked and and uh, you know stiff, and they look if they if they look like they're worn out, uh, then it's time to change that tire, right? Uh, just because you may only put 10,000 miles a year on your tires, uh, there comes a point where the, the rubber just is going to start giving you problems, you'll start getting leaks, and, and you're opening yourself up to, uh, to potential problems if your tires start to get very, very old. Now, Peter had another question. However, I do not have the skill and information to answer that question, so I'm going to hold that question for another episode. Uh, but thank you for that, Peter. Um, so, uh, yes, what else to say? I don't know. A lot has happened since I spoke to you last. I'm not entirely sure what I can tell you about my life other than, you know, it's been a little hectic around here. Mr. Anderson making me drive all over the country. Um, and, and that kind of stuff. Uh, we had a lovely time traveling the interior of British Columbia. Uh, we, we went and saw a few new places we've never been to. Uh, you know, all safely socially distanced and separated from the world and, and the other people. Um, you know, we're mostly self-contained when we're in our RV. We don't have a lot of interactions. And a lot of the uh, places are, uh, they're all like no touch, uh, uh, electronic signing in and all that kind of stuff. So um, it's, uh, it's really, it's quite safe, I think, to be out uh, RVing because you're just driving in your car. You get there, you set up, you don't see or talk to anybody. And uh, Bob's your uncle. You sit in your, your RV spot and... Uh, enjoy the enjoy the scenery so I think I'm gonna just end it there um, oh uh, we have a communique coming in from oh that's my brother-in-law um, oh yeah Mr. Anderson got a new lawnmower well it's a new used lawnmower that his brother donated his brother-in-law donated to him um, and he's, uh, he's, so he tried it out yesterday for the first time. It's one of these self-propelled push mowers, or a, a, it's your standard lawnmower, but it, uh, it has drive wheels on it, so you can uh, drive, you know, it pushes itself along. I've never tried it, I've not driven it, so I don't know what it's like, but it seems like it's more work than it, <laughs> than, uh, than, and the benefits of having a self-driving lawnmower. But uh, Mr. Anderson's happy with it. Uh, I don't know why he never liked my the old Honda I had for him. It's this perfectly good lawnmower. It certainly starts a lot easier than this new thing. It's a Honda as well. Um, uh, but, you know, you, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink, as they say. 
So he's enjoying his lawnmower and I'm enjoying watching him try to figure out how to use it. So, <laughs> so I'll leave it at that. Okay. Thank you for listening. I am the Fade Driver. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network, uh, where you can find more uh, LGBTQ and LGBTQ-friendly podcasts at pride48.com. You can email me at podcast at pinkwheelnuts.com. Thanks for listening.